Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're covering some r slash entitled people. I'm getting way too carried away with that. Thank you so much for being here, for spending 20 minutes or so of your day with the channel. If you do have a moment, would you please consider clicking that like button if you enjoy, of course, and maybe subscribing to the channel as well, as it massively helps us out. I hope you do enjoy today's stories and let's get involved. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from CR Spitfire. It's called, I served the worst table ever at Olive Garden. So first off, it's 9.45. We close at 10 p.m. This table of three walks in and I get sat. I greet them, things start as usual. I'm just upset that they came in so late, but whatever. They end up wanting a tour of Italy, which comes with fettuccine alfredo, lasagna, and chicken parmigiana. <laughs> I got it wrong. We have been out of the lasagna since 8 p.m., so I ask her if she wanted to substitute it for something. She mumbled that she should get it for free since we're out, but she subbed it for something. About 30 minutes pass, I already brought out their food and such. She wanted to try all of our soups as she had also bought the soup slash salad bundle. We have four soups, minestrone, chicken, gnocchi, pasta fagioli, and zuppa toscana. I am sorry if I got these wrong. The last soup she hadn't tried was the minestrone, but we were completely out. I told her and she got very upset. At the end, she asked for extra Alfredo sauce to take home, and I told her we didn't have any more Alfredo. This was now 40 minutes past closing. She freaked out and demanded to talk to my manager. I got him, laughing with him about her behavior, and he wanted to talk to her. She flipped shit, going off about how we shouldn't be open this late if we can't offer full service. Excuse me, we aren't open. We closed 40 minutes ago. She went on about how her meal should be free because we're out of everything and how we handed her a full menu, but we didn't have it all. My manager didn't give her a single free thing off of her ticket because he realized how entitled she was sounding. When I walked over at the end to hand her a change back, I heard a mumbling about the shitty service. And prior to that, she had said, guess we shouldn't come here again before closing. Good. Please don't ever come back. Edit. Oh, did I mention this inconsiderate person didn't tip? Yeah, they made me stay an hour past close for nothing. I don't know how people have the nerve to go in places like just before closing, like a couple of minutes before closing to start ordering food. I'd be embarrassed and I'd at least question if I wasn't there first. Am I holding people back? Because that's the last thing I would want on my conscience to be doing, you know. But gee whiz, and then to treat you like that as well and not tip. Assholes. <laughs> but let's check out some of the comments first before we move on to our next story. And Panam says, I don't understand how places serve people with more than a drink coming in that late. You're open until 10, but should be to just close down people who have been in since 9. OP replies saying, Unfortunately, it's our policy that if they enter the door before closing, we have to serve them. 
Dolly Lama's human says, face palms. Bitch, you came in 15 minutes before the restaurant closed. They're out of things because everyone else got their shit together and ate earlier in the day. Get the fuck over yourself. Okay, I feel better now. <laughs> Laurie says, an ex-friend wanted to go to a breakfast place that closed at 2 p.m. at 1.45 p.m. I didn't want to because it was close to closing and said so. She said, well, if they're rude to us, I'll give them a bad Yelp review. My response was, well, I'm not a dick and don't want to go into a restaurant 15 minutes before it closes, knowing that the people have been there since 5am and just want to go home. We ended up going to a burger place next door and our friendship ended about three months later. And you know me, I love a story within a story. So let's go on to me, me, me only who says, my fiance and I a couple of weeks ago went to a small cafe for lunch. We walked in at 2.50, not realizing they close at 3pm. She hands us a menu, which had their hours printed on the front. I asked if this was accurate and if they actually close in 10 minutes. She said yes, but no problem, we can still be served. Oh, hell to the no. We rose, apologized and said there's no way we're going to keep them any longer than necessary. I waitressed in the evenings while a junior and senior in high school, while a junior and senior in high school and hated those inconsiderate pricks that would stroll through the door 15 minutes before our 10 p.m. closing and kept me there until almost midnight and my classes started at 7.15 a.m absolutely now what do you guys make of this one let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one and our next one is from tanaka kamatari you can call managers to counter complain in line at costco gas the lines are nuts because gas prices are nuts and costco gas is cheap and convenient everyone is on edge the costco gas employees have to periodically sweep the lanes and clean up spilled gas just like at the registers when they close a line, they stop people from lining up in that lane. They finish the couple currently in the queue and direct other customers into different lanes so they can cone off the lane and sweep. I'm pumping gas and see this go down. A woman drives around the cones and into the lane they are sweeping like she's exempt from the process and is going to get gas. Employee guy jogs over and tells her in a normal tone, sorry ma'am, this lane is closed for the moment. Can you please pull around into a different line? She says, why? He says, this lane is closed. She sees an empty spot not yet filled in the adjacent lane. You can go there. And points. She starts screeching. You don't have to talk to me that way. I don't appreciate. Screech, screech, screech. A guy gets out of the passenger seat. Employee is babbling and pointing and waving. Points at cones, empty lane, broom. Screeching lady turns into a cursing lady and starts dropping expletives about how he can't treat me this and effing that. Passenger guy gives employee the finger. Employee is looking around because he's in over his head. Cursing lady starts with a, your manager is gonna hear about this. You just lost your job, screech, screech. Gets in car and peels out leaving. I finish pumping and go find a place to park. I Google the store phone number and call. I hit the number to speak with the manager. I ask for the manager in charge of the gas station. Sorry, he's gone for the day. Can I leave a message? Um, okay, can I tell you then? I just saw this whole thing go down. In a minute, you're going to get a call from a lady claiming she was disrespected by a gas employee and complaining a storm. Let me tell you what actually happened from an objective observer because no way this guy did anything wrong and it's going to come down to his word versus crazy lady. Okay, thanks for the heads up. It's nice to hear who's doing the right thing. And oh, actually, your lady is on the phone with the other manager right here. It sounds like, and I'll pass along your message. Thanks for calling. Stand up for injustice. Now that's the first time I've ever seen that and I'm all for it. 
you've probably done that person a huge favor because as you said it's just going to be their word versus them and usually it comes off customer is always right which i know is bullshit by the way but electric death rat says dude a customer did this for me one time when this crazy lady was screaming at me at the register probably saved me getting ridden up good on you i love dogs and rats says my dad did this once he was flying in a fellow passenger business class was awful to a flight attendant at the end of the flight he asked for a complaint card my dad asked for one too as she came around she welled up with tears and said you too i just need to make sure they know first how courteous and professional you were with a very discourteous and unreasonable passenger and slitterous peenshaft says i witnessed this at a pizza place once pre-covid absolute madness the dude came in and just sat down they asked if they could help him and he said no they were incredibly busy which is why i was there for the whole thing about 10 minutes later he stands up and impatiently asks if his order is ready yet they asked for his name and hand him his pizza that was on the warming tray he absolutely loses his shit he starts swearing and yelling about how they let his food sit and get cold he was screaming about calling the manager and how he would have had it delivered if he wanted cold food he didn't give them much of a chance to get a word in other than sorry we did ask if we could help you he kept yelling bs about how he demanded to know the manager's name and why they wouldn't give him the name and they were like it's literally printed on the window it's not a secret this was a few years ago so i don't remember much other than it just being appalling he took off yelling and then my pizza was ready i didn't have much money at the time but i made sure to personally tip all of the staff on site at the time an extra dollar or two we called the manager and explained that there would be a complaint and that it was bullshit. your story reminded me of this now have you guys ever done something similar to counter complain like that i think it's a great thing to do and we should all be doing it let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one and our next story is from upward and onwards living a year of hell because he had a fever so almost a year ago i 20 at the time female was working as a hostess at a fine dining establishment we had just opened our doors after covid and i was excited to be back I was outside taking temps and asking the mandatory questions due to covid restrictions then this couple walked up i was asking them questions and took their temps the man mid-30s had a fever that was 104 i thought maybe my thermometer was messing up since it was about 100 out i try again then try with a thermometer that was inside they all said the same i try his wife early 30s and hers read 102 i calmly told them that although i'm very sorry they can't come in i would recommend them staying home the man requested I try one more time and I do. I would like to say I was wearing a mask and they were not. Since they were still outside, I wasn't going to tell them yet. The temp comes out the same again and he starts screaming in my face, yelling how I'm a bitch and I'm stupid. As my manager starts coming out, he spits on my face. I instantly freak out. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Out and run inside, and my manager locks the door behind me. I end up going home the rest of the day. About four days later, I feel like shit. I go and get tested for COVID. I had it. I stay home for the appropriate amount of time. I'd lost my taste and smell during that time. Once I go back to work, my taste and smell start coming back. But the thing is, nothing tasted right. Eventually tasted like rotten meat. It had taken a year to get the ability to eat food again. All I could eat was bell peppers. I lost 20 pounds, had to go to a specialist. Had to go through a few surgeries because of all the things COVID did to my body. Hell, even now my thyroid issue that is assumed to have been brought on by COVID. All due to the entitled ass who couldn't handle that I wouldn't allow him in. Fuck that guy. And there's some edits and stuff which I think is in response to some of the questions in the comments. So we'll cover some of them first with excellent ad who says, If you could figure out who he is, you could charge him for assault. Blackstark76 says, If I was the manager, I would have called the police as that is assault with intention of bodily harm. Could have even sued the guy for lost wages and medical bills. Lucy Loves Apple says, You need to report him to the police. Followed by Moosin, he says, Fuck that guy. Hope he gets stripped of everything he has. Has all the world's most horrible inconveniences, and both sides of his pillow are hot and sticky, no matter what brand he buys. The worst kind of punishment. But yeah, the comments just continue like that about suing him and all that kind of thing. So we'll cover the edits before we move on. And the edit says, My parents are trying to find a reasonably priced lawyer to help us sue him. We've been discussing and looking for a bit, but with the medical bills, has been difficult to find. We're supposed to be talking with one in August to see if he'll work with us. Edit 2. Having this many people on my side is making me want to press charges and sue. Thank you all for helping to push me to do so. We're going to look into proper steps to do so. Also, I'd like to thank everyone for the legal advice and articles. They're helping me better understand what to do. Lastly, I saw some people commenting on his temp. It is a little gun thermometer, so they're never fully accurate, but after 2 said over 102, it tells me even though it's hot outside, he definitely had to be sick. Thanks again to everyone for advice and give me the push I needed. It's helped me more than you all would know. Edit 3, not my final edit, but final edit for the day for sure. My parents are talking to their insurance and discussing. I'm lucky to have them do this for me and hopefully something good will come out of this. Absolutely. I mean, who does that? It just in general, without COVID aside and stuff, spitting in someone's face is like the it's so disgusting and awful. This person deserves to be sued. And I hope OP, at the bare minimum, gets paid for the medical bills because this person, the person that spat, deserves the consequences for their own actions here. But what are your thoughts on this? Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And this next story is from You Know Who 2016. Entitled group of friends expect everyone else to split the bill for their drinking binge, and then it gets worse. Disclaimer, I did remove a few parts of the story and dialogue because it was way too long, and it still is. What remains still conveys the double entitlement of the situation. Cast, me, myself, and I, equals me, is entitled friend, EF2 entitled friend 2, friend, one of several other friends that were also on the trip. A group of 12 of us decided to go out to dinner while on a golf trip we all took to Scottsdale. When we arrived at the restaurant, they weren't ready for us yet and had us go into the bar. Most of us ordered soda. I ordered the green tea while four of them ordered top shelf drinks. 
a lot of top shelf drinks. I mean, they were down in drinks like they were water. After about 20 minutes, our table was ready and we asked for our bills. Most of you know exactly where this is going. The waitress comes back with one bill and hands it to one of the drinkers who had asked for a single bill. EF1 looks at the bill for a moment, pulls out his phone, types something and then says, okay everyone, share comes to 48 plus tip. Everyone else that wasn't drinking just looked at him. Yes, the four of them ran up over $550 in drinks in under 20 minutes and they expected everyone else to pay for it too. Entitled Friend 2 says, come on, cough it up, just the way he said it. I said, yeah, no, I only ordered a green tea. I'm not paying $48 for a green tea. Friend 1 says, just pay up. I said, forget it. What was my drink, $5? Friend says, emboldened by my response, I only ordered a Sprite. I'm not paying $48 either. This got the others grumbling too. Now the table turned on the four with the other eight of us refusing to split the tab. Cue the alcohol reducing the inhibitions of one of the four to bring out his true self. Friend two turns to me and says, cheap ass, you should be paying for everyone's drinks anyway. I said, what are you talking about? He says, you make more than the rest of us, so you should be paying for everything, for everyone, every time we go out, including this trip. That phrase, everything for everyone, every time we go out, really burned me when he said it. Why in the world would anyone think someone else was paying for everything for everyone? I did make a good living, but that was about it. The kicker is, one of our friends did make huge bank. Everyone knew about it, and he was even there with us. EF2, however, had his sights set on me because there were some back jealousies he and his wife had that I won't go into. I said, screw you. Having the cheapest person I know, he was, calling me a cheap ass is just absurd, and I'm not paying $48 for a glass of tea. Most of you won't believe this part, which is fine, for it's completely unbelievable. <laughs> Here we go. If it didn't happen to me, I wouldn't believe it either. EF2 gets his wife on the phone. Don't get me started on that. Puts her on speakerphone, tells her I won't split everyone's drink bill, and she proceeds to tell me off over speakerphone to everyone in earshot. Now, I don't remember exactly everything she said because it was so ridiculous and I was fuming. I do remember parroting how I should be paying for everything so that they were obviously talking about that sentiment before. Eventually, I dropped this little gem on her. I said, if I wanted a bunch of people to leech off my wallet, I would have a bunch of kids. This was obviously before I had children, if you were curious. You two are also the cheapest people I know, followed by a few examples of just how cheap they were and how they took advantage of friends. EF2's wife says something I can't pronounce. <laughs> I tried several times. I don't remember exactly what she said, but I do remember it being more drivel and entitlement. I did eventually say, fuck you, <laughs> which was totally called for. EF2's wife said, don't you cuss at me. And I say, fuck you. Now, this is another part of the story that most people will not believe, which is fine. She says, don't cuss at me again or I'm going to hang up. Just imagine the mentality of someone giving this threat in a situation and thinking it would carry any weight. I said, what the? Go ahead and hang up. I didn't call you. And you know what? Fuck you. I looked at EF2, threw down a few bucks on one of the tables and walked towards the waitress. I was done with that whole scene. And so was everyone else. No idea what further conversation went on back there, but most of the other guys came to the table shortly thereafter, except the drinkers, which I'm sure were trying to figure out how to pay their bill. The aftermath. Yes, we did sit at different tables for dinner. The drinkers got their own table, the rest of us at another table. We didn't talk about what happened much, for I think we were all confused by it all. We did finish our trip, although the dynamics of the foursomes changed as well when we got home. The drinkers kind of hung out by themselves. 
After that trip, we did go on one final Vegas trip with the whole group. Best part, EF2 got rolled by a pair of hookers to the tune of $700 on the first night there. They cleaned out his wallet while obviously his wallet was out of his possession. I'm sure you can figure that one out. He changed his flight and went home that night. Neither EF2 nor his wife have spoken with anyone in our group for years. Last I heard, he cashed in every dollar of his savings and retirement to buy a bigger and better house and furnish it with everything his wife wanted. They, within a few years, had to sell that house and move in with his parents. No idea if they ever found out what really happened in Vegas. Yes, I did drink that green tea. <laughs> now, I've had a very, very similar situation myself where an ex-friend of mine, we went to a, a fairly posh restaurant, maybe? Maybe that's the wrong word to use. Where they sell like lobster and caviar and all that kind of stuff. It's not my kind of place. I'm very much a burger type guy, but I rolled with it and it all felt very sort of pretentious to me. Um, maybe that's just me. It's just not my kind of place. No disrespect to anyone that does like those kind of places, by the way. But they, they come round with the wine and they ask you if you want to taste it. And I'm like, nah, thanks. I just pour the wine, you know. And I only had one glass with my dinner, but friend, but one of the friends, and it was a fairly large group of 12 of us, kept buying wine and they were like really expensive bottles of wine think for like 50 pounds a bottle and at the very end it the bill came like it was over a grand for like 12 of us and i was like I'm not paying half of that because most of it was on wine i think it was like 400 pounds in wine in the end and i only had one glass i thought i pay for my glass but i'm not paying the rest for that you know it's absolutely ridiculous and once a couple of us spoke up everyone else spoke up as well and it did cause like a rift in friendships because of it and haven't spoken to that friend since but you know there's no way i'm i'm paying for something when i've only had a, a, a what probably a 10 pound glass of wine <laughs> i'm not paying the other 300 odd pounds either i don't know why people expect this it's, the entitlement is just amazing but i guess that's why we're on the subreddit right anyway have you guys ever been in a similar situation before let me know in the comments if you have and your thoughts on today's entitled people do you enjoy these stories if you did please click that like button below and maybe the subscribe button too as it'll really help one day i want to get that that shiny youtube plaque i don't know if it's ever going to happen but you know the dream is there <laughs> thank you so much for your love support and time towards the channel you are absolutely amazing thank you so much and i will see you in the next one take care guys much love up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com